Hello everyone, I'm Simon Ford of Forge Gin. Martinis, gin and tonics, Negronis, great classic cocktails is what I'm about, but I also love to hear of great recipes from great bartenders from around the world, which is why we've partnered with Beyond the Drink for this season. Cheers. Well, you just heard from the man himself, Simon Ford, and this season of Beyond the Drink is brought to you by our friends at Ford's Gin. I'm Cappy, and in this series, we're going to hear from some of the best bartenders in the country as they share the stories and recipes behind their favorite drinks. Beyond the Drink is a spinoff of Beyond the Plate, our podcast that sits down with the world's culinary elite to explore their journey into the food industry and the social impact they have made in their communities. We invite you to check out this season of Beyond the Plate, where we're featuring some of the greatest restaurant and hospitality duos. And if you're new to Beyond the Drink, welcome. If you listened before, we're so glad you're back. We hope this episode inspires you to create a delicious cocktail or, like the bartenders we feature, make a difference in your community. To get the cocktail recipe we discussed in this episode, check out the episode notes in your podcast player or go to beyondtheplatepodcast.com. One more thing, we have some awesome Beyond the Plate merch. You can find the link in your podcast player or go to our website, beyondtheplatepodcast.com. Head on over and check out our hats, tees, hoodies, and more. Again, that's beyondplatepodcast.com. Enjoy this week's episode. Joining us today from London are two famed mixologists leading one of the world's best bars. This Italian duo are among the most influential and awarded personalities on the global mixology scene. They are the pioneers who have elevated mixology to a form of art and style. Ago Perone, How's that for the accent? Has collected a number of the world's most sought after accolades and is associated with having rewritten the rule book on hotel bars. He is undoubtedly one of the most prominent mixology figures in the world. He's landed many awards and accolades. And just to give you a taste, world's best bartender at Tales of the Cocktail 2010, best European mixologist at the Mixology Bar Awards 2017, industry icon at the world's 50 best bars 2022, His bar was number one in the world at the world's 50 best bars 2020 and 2021 and ranked in the top 10 positions between 2009 and 2022. Also, best international bar mentor at Tales of the Cocktail Spirited Awards 2023. Not too shabby. Giorgio Bargiani covers the prestigious role of assistant director of mixology and with Ago Perone has made their signature martini pour famous globally. In September 2014, Giorgio started as a barback for Ago, and with his incredible drive and talent, he gradually worked his way up to be promoted head mixologist in January 2019. At Tales of the Cocktail Spirited Awards 2023, Giorgio received the accolade of International Bartender of the Year. Fantastic. You can find more on them in the episode notes and follow Ago on Instagram at Dragos and Giorgio at Giorgio underscore bar underscore Gianni. Please enjoy this episode as we go beyond the drink with two men that are straight up with style. And don't forget the smile, Ago Perone and Giorgio Bargiani. Gentlemen, it's an honor to have you. Our pleasure, Andrew. The honor is ours. Congratulations for the pronunciation and Italian accent. <laughs> I'll take it. Thank you. We can feel the pressure you had, <laughs> the stress. Thank you. Giorgio underscore bar underscore Gianni. That's really your name. That's incredible. How fitting. Barjani is my surname. Yeah. I don't know if it's a curse or a blessing, but it is what it is where I am into. I love it. Guys, we start off every episode with an audio test. So, Ago, name two ingredients you love to use with gin 
for us? Bitters, ice. Love it. Giorgio, two ingredients you love to use with gin. Vermouth and lemons. Let's say we put everything. We mention all the ingredients that are on the Connot Martini trolley. Believe it or not. This was like it was planned. Hilarious. No, no, without planning it. Guys, I'm really excited. Today we're sharing two of your favorite cocktails, which we're going to get to. But first, Ago, what was your goal when you opened the bar in 2008? Was it to have the number one bar in the world? The goal when we opened the bar is to open a bar that could uh, stay open. <laughs> no, kidding. The, the goal was to create a new vision within the hospitality sector not only from the trade point of view, but also from the guest point of view, a bar where we could merge the classic style of a service and attention on details that was already very well established in hotel bars, in five-star hotel bars. But also we wanted to give an injection of freshness and creativity, which was what we could experience in independent bars. The goal was always been, and the vision always been uh, focused, like very, very sharp focus on the guest and their experience and their feelings and how we could uh, connect with them, giving them the, the memorable uh, emotions. Is that through cocktails, is through the engagement we have with them. Every time, as a human being, we have a different mood, different needs. Is our uh, priority to understand what are the moods and the needs of the guests they visit us. Every day are different, so we need to be able to adapt a way through in order to make you feel comfortable when you visit the Conno Bar. And once you are comfortable, you are uh, more open to try something new and you are more curious. Giorgio, let me get this straight. You're working in Italy and you get a call from London in 2014 to be a bar back. Do I have that right? Correct. Very correct. Andrew. Explain. I must say that London has always been one of my favorite cities in the world. I've been here before many times before moving. So I was heading towards that direction. was when I started my hotel career that I saw London coming closer and closer. But I think the, you know, the destiny put me in touch with Ago because a friend of mine, they used to work with me in nightclubs. People don't believe that. Pre-hotel, I was working in nightclubs. At the time, I just joined the Connaught Bar as a commis sommelier. Today, cover the, the role of global wine director for the Mayborn Hotel Group, the company the Connaught is part for. So at the time, this friend of mine called me saying, Giorgio, I know you want to move to London. I know you look up at certain bars in this city, especially the Connaught Bar. And I just started here working in the hotel. And there is an opportunity as a barback. Shall I you know, introduce you to, to Agostino and the team in order for you to come here to do an interview and the trial shift? And yeah, that was, that's what I did. I, went, I came to London for one day, did my interview, trial shift during the very busy summer season in Italy. And was it the 8th of August? Correct. The, the Conobar anniversary day? Yeah. The 8th of August 2014, I did my trial shift. The 18th of September, I started as a barbecue. And yeah, soon will be my ninth anniversary. The 8th of August is the bar anniversary or your anniversary? It's the day I did the trial shift. The 8th, 2014, I did the trial shift. Six years before the bar opened its doors. Giorgio, happy anniversary. We're recording here oh, on your anniversary. You. How exciting. Thank you, thank you. Very <laughs> exciting. You essentially, that was how you got your foot in the door. I, 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 I can't say it's every day that someone's being recruited in that sense from a different country 
yep. for that position. And of course, you've worked your way up, but that's pretty incredible. Very much. Awesome. So let's hear about cocktail number one, Ago. What are you going to share with us today? How much time we have? <laughs> <laughs> now we talk about what is our uh, our signature cocktail. I love however deep you want to go into it. Yeah, I'll try to to be to distill the essence of of the Conno Martini, which is the cocktail that I would love to share with all of you that you are listening. And also, it is the signature cocktail of the Conno Bar. Why the Conno Martini? Why the Martini cocktail? Is because well. The, when you name a cocktail bar, there is a, a shape that comes in your mind, which is uh, the VIP shape martini glass. We most likely an olive inside or a twist of lemon, lemon from Amalfi, of course. So we wanted to take this, this uh, timeless classic and bring it to modern time, but not necessarily making our recipe to be proud of. We wanted to be proud or make you as a guest, feel part of the process. So every time you can have the same martini, but can be suitable for your mood or your needs. How we did so, we okay, we, we did a, a deeper research of uh, the vermouth mix that we wanted to utilize, and as well the ice and the technique. So the vermouth uh, is a blend of a three different style of Italian dry vermouths. So when one very dry, one is more herbal and bitter, more wormwood lead, and the other one is more spicy. So the final assemblage in equal part of this blend gives a liquid with a full bouquet of aroma that nicely can support all the botanicals of the genes, all the style of gin and all the style of vodka as well. Our martini is in proportion 5 to 1, so 5 parts of gin and 1 part of uh, vermouth, 75 milliliter, 2 ounces and a quarter, 15 milliliter, half ounce of, uh, of uh, vermouth. Of course, we always are flexible to address your needs if you like it drier or wetter. That's why the martini cocktail probably is the most democratic of the drink, because you can go according to your mood to have something drier of, or a softer. However, the Cono Martini is a 5 to 1, is uh, delivered, served, and uh, theatrically executed in front of you, uh, next to you, uh, at your table. So it's like having the very traditional uh, garidon that you have in, uh, in classic restaurants. So we already make you feel uh, very special because uh, you have a direct interaction with, uh, with us, with the bartender. And the way how we ask you to approach is uh, the we explain five aromatic bitters which are, are on the trolley and we give you a smelling tasting. So we have a lovely perfume card where we put a couple of drops of each of the bitters. We explain them one by one so everything makes more sense. We'll, uh, we'll uh, give a list of it so I give more the idea of what is the experience at the bar. The first one is uh, called Dr. Ago. I don't need to explain why the name. And it is a combination of uh, bergamot and the ginseng. So we are very close to bergamot because we are Italian and we started to use bergamot in cocktail about 10 years ago. So very, very way before of the bergamot citrus trend. Ginseng is the woody element that also is energizing, but also helps to lift the woody notes of the gin. So ginseng and bergamot is Dr. Ago to elevate citrusy and woody notes. Then we have lavender, which is more close to rosemary and thyme than to the classic lavender flavor that we would expect. So this is, of course, is a calming 
is uh, amazing in like I told was the weekend if you had a tough week like a massage martini and then we move on into coriander seeds for elegant chocolatey aromatic spiciness alongside the chocolatey we go into tonka and vanilla so we have vanilla marzipan almond aroma which uh, add an amazing silky and velvety texture and then we finish with the black cardamom for balsamic smoky and minty so once you smell these five aromatic bitters your nose will tell you what to tell us your mood your sixth sense your intuition will know what what you need and every time every half an hour that you have martini or every time that you visit you will be drawn towards uh, one or the other one. And then there is a final choice, which is uh, lemon twist or olive. The lemons, they're from Amalfi. We receive the delivery twice uh, a week. And the olives also, they are uh, rigorously Italians because we like to wave our Italian flags and quality and research the product that we do. The pool is very high, so we, as we say, straight up with style because we combine a technicality and theatrical aspect. Technicality means that the aeration, pouring from high, enhances the, the fresh aroma, the fragrances, and as well it looks uh, very engaging for the eyes. And uh, simultaneously, we squeeze the peel of the lemon, so we allow only the light oil of the lemon peel to nicely marry with the liquid that is flowing down the mixing glass. And it's a part of the drink, but it's not sitting overpowering on the nose and on the palate. There's a 100% chance I'm drinking a martini this evening and probably not going to be as delicious as what you just explained, but I will be thinking of you all when I drink it. You, you can make a call with Simon, Simon Forza, who is a dear friend, a great uh, inspiration and mentor for all our generation. For me particularly, I met him 20 years ago when he moved from UK to law, to to US to start to show all the USA what gin is. And I think uh, I did a great job to inspire bartender and consumers up to the point that he made his own gin. A gin that is truly delicious and represents his own uh, bubbly personality in, with a classic and uh, with a twist character. That is my go-to, that forest gin. That's excellent. Thank you for explaining all that, Ago. So question, guests come from around the world to try your drinks. How do you make sure you stand out? Well, we need to stand out despite who is the guest, despite where the guest is coming from. You need to improve every day because you want to be more and more curious and excited every day to feel motivated, to make your guests feel comfortable and somehow impress them. When we say impress them, it's not because we want to create something uh, uh, gimmicky or out of the world, but we can impress them simply with a eye contact and a glass of water and uh, understand they don't want to talk. So I think our clientele is very much international. We became a gourmet destination, definitely. We have resident uh, of the hotel, they book the hotel because it's the only way to make a reservation in the bar. So yeah, we're very proud of it. We feel the, the genuine pressure and the responsibility to deliver a memorable experience to those that come as a special occasion, as well as to those they visit and their regular guests and friends. Love it. Before we hit Giorgio's cocktail, let's do a little speed round, have some fun. First thing that comes to your mind, number one, Ago, name the cocktail that inspired you to get behind the bar. Negroni. Giorgio, what pisses you off behind the bar? Untidiness. How about what makes you happy behind the bar, Giorgio? Tidiness. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Ago, the one gin-based cocktail everyone needs to try. 
not only the, the martini cocktail, but the Connaught martini. Definitely. All right, Giorgio, you too. Which one gin cocktail? The second Connaught martini of the day. One made by Ago, one made by me. You know, it's the proof that it's good. <laughs> All right. With that, Giorgio, why don't you tell us the, the gin cocktail that we're going to discuss today that you brought for us? So I could have said easily the Connaught martini too, but from my eyes where the, I didn't take part of you know the opening so the beginning of the journey of the Conor martini today i'm bringing the 50 50 martini cocktail 50 percent vermouth and 50 percent gin or one part gin and one part vermouth as you wish why because i think that my way of drinking martini the way i like the most and it came certainly after trying the Conor martini so the Conor martini introduced me to the world of martini cocktail but as i said this drink has always something that we want to personalize for our guest. And when I feel myself a guest, even a guest of myself or a guest in another bar, I'll go for the declination of the drink that suits me the most. I'm Italian, so as I go, we both very big advocate of vermouth. And we truly believe that play a key role into a martini cocktail. That's why I like a 50-50 because the quantity of vermouth is way higher than probably 95% of the martini cocktail still in the world. Conceptually, 50-50 is a yin and yang, black and white, in a way that there is, there is always an alternative, there is always a counterpart, you know? So really represent the fact that, you know, me and Ago, you know, 50-50, you know, we know we are similar, we are a, a great team, but we are very different. But doesn't mean that it doesn't work together. The same as... Gin and vermouth are ingredients that, you know, very different story, very different heritage. Uh, even the, the production is different, but they work fantastically together. So everybody can feel gin and everybody can feel vermouth in that sense. Andrew, if I can steal your microphone and make the question to ourselves, which drink we like to make most is the Cono Martini. Which drink we like to drink most is the 50-50. I love that. Yeah, that's yeah, great. very much. That's awesome. Gentlemen, to hit upon social impact and giving back our listeners of Beyond the Plate and Beyond the Drink, you know, we celebrate that with all of our guests and for sure with, you know, bartenders, mixologists, it's no different. So we'd like to give you a moment to shed some light on a cause or a specific charitable organization that you would like to raise any awareness for, give a little shout out. We, we've been starting to go more deep into the collaboration that we do, thanks to the, what's happened three years ago in the world. And we had time to stop and be a support of our closer community, so our colleagues first also people in hospitality in UK to start with. I think that we can mention names of a charity that we support is uh, Hospitality Action. is uh, one in UK that we did a lot as Giorgio Nago, as a Cono Bar, as a Cono Hotel as well. Because still nowadays, we know many problems that are out there and little uh, help can be of a big impact. Not only to support people in a monetary term, but also just a phone call or, or direction are very key. Also, other charity that support local homeless, they're very close to us. I think that when we walk around the street, we see and realize how lucky we are to have what we have. And working harder, not for the sake of getting more ourselves, but working harder to share more is one aspect that makes us feel fulfilled, to be honest. 
And when we say sharing is not only deposit money, but it's also, you know, be of somehow inspiration or give hope is more things in life. I love that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Quick question, and then we'll close it out. Bartenders have this reputation to be excellent listeners. You know, you referenced people coming in and it could be a different mood. You don't know what may have happened in their day. People open up to you all. Is there a, a, a favorite story of a guest or something that really blew you away of someone that came in to the bar? Something that really stuck to my mind a few years back is uh, I experience every day and I think is a crucial part of what we do. It's what I call the power of the name. You know, we, we live in a world that we like to be recognized. And the very first recognition is to remember somebody's name. I will never forget, you know, a guest of ours, very, very successful and rich entrepreneur, a person that traveled the world. Doesn't really need to take time and stop concentrating about us. Not because of who he is and what he does, but, you know, in life, you have priorities. You have your family first, your first and close people, friend, close friends first, and then, you know, everybody else will come after, no, I believe. I remember him showing me accidentally, he didn't mean to, showing me a file on his phone with all our names and brief description to make sure that every time he will come to the bar, he will remember us and will address us by name. It's a very simple, small action, but I think that taking care of others, working towards others, shouldn't start with a million dollar donation or with aiming to save a country. But it's the small gestures that you implement in your daily life towards your very close and no community to make everyone feel appreciated. Doesn't matter who, who they are, what they do, how they impact your life. And this is for us is extremely important even within our uh, workplace. Recognize everyone for being there first and of course for their work. Again, because talking about, you know, great gesture or big donation. Yeah, you know, always very appreciated. They, they help people in needs, but somebody that needs are not visible. We are very fortunate to travel the world. We went to countries where richness is not the main concern of the people. So how you make, how you live happy without money? How you live happy without all the luxuries that we have in our life? Being respectful, evaluating other people around you, Starting with more gestures. No, another example, like pay attention on details and don't give anything for granted also is another aspect of what we must remind ourselves every day when we wear the uniform, but also when we're not wearing the uniform. A regular of the hotel that in the beginning it was staying in a different hotel and coming to the corner bar for a glass of wine. He didn't know the corner bar it meant to be a cocktail bar or who, who we were. He was enjoying his time having a glass of wine. And we approached him and we asked if he was Londoner, if he was traveling, and I mentioned he was staying in other hotels in the area. And long story short, we show some of the rooms of the hotel. And nowadays, every time he comes to London, which is a few times a year, he stays at the hotel and is one of our uh, ambassadors for cocktails around the world. You know, sometimes if you're a cocktail bartender, you almost uh, don't like someone drinking wine or Coca-Cola or, so, or soft drink, sorry, or normal alcoholic cocktail at your bar. So you don't even engage a conversation when, uh, you know. Interesting. You never know what that interaction yeah, is going to lead to. Yeah, exactly. Gentlemen, appreciate that. Let's close it out here. If you were to write a book 
about proper bar etiquette. How did you read our mind? I would love for you to give, you know, a couple things we should never do and a couple things we should always do. Always smile. I think that uh, our quote, uh, straight up with style, you don't forget the smile is relating to cocktails and life as well and work. So despite what's happening, just go ahead with a smile and a positive attitude. That's I think is the hardest of uh, the aspect of our job because sometimes you know, physically you're tired, mentally, we all got things going on, but you still need to face the people visiting you, the guests visiting you, and you need to change their day. And once you change their day, they change your day, because it's always a two-way interaction, right? So that's always a to must do. To don't do, I mean, still do it, keep your keep your ego in, uh, in the locker. So don't try to to be the star of the show, and don't try to don't listen the one, not your manager or your your manager because it's your manager, but because he might have something to say that you don't grasp it until you realize that you have to listen to him. So always have the open, uh, open-minded. Ago, Giorgio, thank you so much for taking the time. It's early here and getting late there, but really appreciate the time you took to sit and talk with us. It's an honor to have you and appreciate you sharing your wisdom, your experience, your knowledge, all of that with all of our listeners. So thank you. Enjoy your 50-50 forts martini tonight. I will. Have a good night, guys. You too. Salute, Andrew. Thank you. Ciao, Andrew. Grazie mille. To get the recipe from this episode, check out the episode notes in your podcast player or go to beyondtheplaypodcast.com. This episode is produced by myself, along with Ian Cohen, Joel Yetten, and Sean Petrosian. Find me and keep up to date with this podcast across all social media platforms at Uncaptain's Plate, or go to beyondplaypodcast.com. Beyond Plate is on all the socials at BT Play Podcast. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast on your listening site of choice. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Drink, a production of Beyond the Plate. I'm Cappy.